BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Hello all, uh, welcome to the Midweek Mainstay, uh, Head Drama here on Chairshot Radio, your Thursday uh, dose of sports entertainment and sports entertainment. I am Mags and uh, if you're hearing this episode, it's because Texas is still in a state of emergency, uh, a little smattering of snow and the whole state shuts down, uh, they start doing rolling power cuts, the roads are undrivable, um, yeah, these guys just snow destroys life in in texas i mean they want to spend some time here in the uk where we just grin and bear it uh but being real if you if you are um in this uh in this bleak midwinter that uh the, the south of the u.s is uh is suffering through please stay safe please uh keep warm um yeah just just look after yourselves out there. Uh, much love to my uh, Texan brethren, uh, guys like uh, Tony and Tanner, Ray, obviously. Um, just, yeah, stay safe out there, guys. Anyway, um, as a filling episode, uh, I thought we'd cover the, the same topics that me and Ray were, were going to cover um, on the show originally. Uh, we were going to have a, a look at... Uh, NXT Vengeance Day and we were also going to uh, have a little bit of a chat of, uh, about Kamara Usman uh, and his, uh, his win over Gilbert Burns at UFC 258 um, so um, let's get into the, the NXT um, for me I thought this was one of the, the better NXT takeovers we've had in a long time and that um, is saying something if you just think of the the quality that these these shows put out every single time it's it's more often than not that an NXT takeover is an absolute banger of a show and this one certainly didn't disappoint five matches on the card the two uh Dusty Cup finals uh, for the men's and the women's and then uh, the the title shots uh, the title matches um, 
we started the card with uh, the the women's Dusty Cup uh, final. Um, Shotzi Blackheart and Ember Moon taking on Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Carr. Um, and this was a, a, a really fun, uh, exciting opener. I don't I don't think it was the the best of matches uh, on the card. Uh, and again, that's that's high praise uh, if you consider the, the quality of the matches that we actually did get on the card. Uh, for me, I felt that Shotzi was a little bit sloppy with uh, some of the 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 stuff that she did uh, like the shotgun drop kicks and 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 uh, the half flying moves, um, but I'll I'll think she's an absolutely amazing star. And she's definitely a, a going to be a, a huge star for both NXT and main roster WWE. Um, I think she just needs to maybe tighten up uh, her arsenal a little bit. Um, Dakota and, and Raquel uh, Raquel picked up uh, the victory. Um, quite surprising really because I didn't think that I thought that uh, the faces were going to take this one uh, what with uh, Naya and, and Shayna being the current NXT uh, tag team uh, champions for the women and it, it didn't kind of make sense for two heels teams to, to face off but um, again it was a it was a, a, a really cool match um, Raquel Gonzalez looked an absolute monster um, and it's, it is about time that uh, Dakota Carr got uh, got some sort of um, recognition in in NXT because she's been so so good for so longer. Kind of went under the radar with the whole uh, team kick leader gimmick and and like the 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 uh, white meat babyface style character, but she's really come into her own since she turned on Tegan Knox. Um, became this uh, this badass heel. Um, so uh, yeah, it was a good victory for for uh, Gonzalez and Carr. We then moved into what I would say was uh, probably match of the night: uh, Kushida versus Johnny Gargano for the NXT North American title. Um, this is this is almost like a dream match for for a lot of uh, uh, of f- fans in the north. Um, I suppose with with uh, Kushida being th- technically the ace of the the uh, New Japan Junior Heavyweights division for a long, long time, uh, and Johnny Gargano, the guy's called Johnny Wrestling for a reason. It's because he puts on banger after banger after banger of matches. The the guy just doesn't have a a bad day at the office, and this match uh, definitely, definitely did not uh, disappoint. Um, we had Dexter Loomis taking out um, Austin Theory at the beginning with a with a chloroform attack, which meant that. Um, uh, Johnny sent uh, Candice and, and Indy Hartwell away to, to go and find him, which essentially gave us a one-on-one match uh, and what an awesome match it was. Uh, great chain wrestling, great submission uh, moves, uh, some really good high-flying stuff. I really like the the focus on on um, the arm of of uh, of Kushida and and on um, and, and Gagano. I, I also like the way that Kushida. Um, was always one step ahead. It's almost like he he knew what Johnny was thinking uh, and was going to attempt before Johnny was able to do it. Um, I thought that that was a, a really cool little um, little facet of the of the of the match. 
Uh, like I said, the the submission game was was awesome. We got chicken wings, we got octopus stretchers, um, we got arm bars, just arm bars after arm bars after arm bars. Um, and we, this is a Gargano who's who's really kind of struggled to keep hold of uh, titles, uh, and a lot of people expected uh, Kushida to to come out of this as the winner. But unfortunately for Kishida, he was only able to stop the one final beat uh, so many times before uh, Johnny was able to to land uh, uh, the, the 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 elevated DDT off the ropes. The first one on the elevated ramp uh, outside the ring, and then uh, the second one uh, inside the ring for for the the victory and Johnny Gagano. Uh, retains that that NXT UK title and what a good looking title is as well um, then after that we go into the men's Dusty Cup uh, final and this may be one of the best tag team matches that you'll see uh, certainly from NXT uh, and for me it, it, it can be definitely in the conversation with some of those young books uh, Kenny, uh, Hangman and, and FTR matches uh, Grizzled Young Veterans are, are so massively underrated on, on the world wrestling scene and yeah, I, I think now is the time that they really kind of stood up to be countered, came out of, of, of like the shadow of NXT UK and could be a massive force on, on not only just NXT but on main roster as well. Um, they, I love the gimmick, obviously being uh, fairly local to me, Zach, Zach Gibson is this guy, I think he could draw heat in a in a in an empty room on his own. He's just so, so good at it. This was very, very back and forth match. Uh, Half-flying from um, uh, MSK and great ground game from the uh, the veterans, from Drake and, and from uh, Gibson. We get uh, huge moves like Ticket to Rad, um, uh, the Ticket to Mayhem, um, but... If, we get an, an MSK win, which uh, for me I thought was 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 quite shocking because of just how new they are in the company. I mean, this is a, a team that essentially debuted in the the first round of this tournament. Now, obviously, these were uh, two thirds of the rascals over in in Impact, uh, and unfortunately, uh, Trey Miguel has. Um, decided to um, re-up his contract at Impact, so we're not going to get the, the three rascals, at least for the next few years, but um, Zachary and um, Desmond really uh, have made a massive, massive impact coming into NXT and, and, and winning the Dusty Cup in in essentially the the third match that they've had in the company. Uh, obviously, it means that they've got massive things uh um, in plan for, for the tag team and to be fair these guys are absolute stars uh, and part of this kind of new influx of talent that we seem to again with uh, with NXT over the last few weeks obviously with Eli Drake also now known as LA Knight coming into the company um, then we've got um, Christian Casanova Blake Christian and uh, a big Big get with Taya Valkyrie, uh, one of the stars of the Impact Women's Division over the last few years, and yeah, that's massive—a massive get for uh, NXT. 
So let's go back to the rest of this show. Uh, we then had the the second title match on the card um, with the the triple threat for the NXT Women's Title, Tony Storm and Mercedes Martinez both challenging uh, the the genius of the scars, Io Shirai, for her uh, NXT Women's Title and. Um, through by hook or by crook, Io Shirai, uh retains her title, uh, pinning um, Martinez. There were some really cool spots in this match. Um, there was a the moonsault from Shirai from the the ring apron to the outside, which uh, missed, and she slammed into the back of the uh, the barrier. Then we had the the double submission with. Um, with uh, Storm being uh, subbed by uh, Eo and then Martinez applying the Dragon Sleeper to Shira, which was I thought was a cool, uh, unique spot. We had the 619 to Martinez, and Mercedes um, Martinez took a lot of the the action and a lot of the punishment and was really kind of the glue in this match. Um, was the person who was, was basically... A, took the pin attempts from from both Storm and Eeyore um, and I think with the victory it kind of, uh, it kind of shows that maybe we're going to get Storm versus Eeyore one on one going into Wrestlemania perhaps but yeah this was a an outstanding match uh, really well done by, by all three ladies um, and let's get into the, the main event uh, Pete Dunne versus Finn Balor for the NXT title. Um, and again, quite like the, the the Gagano and Kushida match, this was started off with slow pace, great technical wrestling, really uh, cool chain wrestling. Uh, a lot of focus, again, on the hands and the fingers and the wrists and the, the arms, uh, especially from, from Pete Dunne, because that's his wheelhouse with, uh, with those broken... Uh, fingers I suppose um, another outstanding match and this this match shows that uh, whilst Finn Balor is the man as it stands now in uh, NXT UK Pete Dunne has got a massive massive future I mean this is this kid's got 10-15 years left in this in this business and and he's going to be an absolute superstar and he proved in this that that he's as good as anybody uh, in the in the match Um the 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 finish comes when uh, Balor is able to block uh, the bitter end, uh, which is then reversed into uh, uh, the the nineteen sixteen. Almost gets the uh, the count out, um, and then whilst uh, Balor tries to uh, pull his hand away, uh, Balor gets the the finger snap from Dunn. Um, uh, Balor does a double stomp to uh, to Pete Dunn to keep him down. Um, gets his hands free, rips out uh, Pete Dunn's mouth guard. Um, gets the 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 double drop kick, the the shotgun drop kick. Uh, goes to the top, lands the coup de gras. Uh, follows up with the 1916, and um, gets the pin to retain the title. Post match. Down comes Oni Larkin and Danny Birch to uh, to give Finn a big old beatdown. So between the three of three of them, Finn is taking an absolute ass whooping. 
when some very uh, familiar music hits. Um, since Takeover Brooklyn Free in 2017, every single Takeover has had at least one member of uh, the Undisputed Era on the show. Uh, and this event had they not turned up would have brought that streak for the first time but we hear shock the system and down come Adam Cole, Roddy Strong and Cal O'Reilly to even up the odds and lay a whipping on on the 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 tag team champions and 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 Pete Dunne. So after they've uh, seen those off, we get Cal O'Reilly and. Um, Helping Finn Balor up, he uh, offers him the um, his hand, um, and then offers him a spot in Undisputed Era. Uh, and after a little bit of back and forth, um, Balor stands in the middle of the group, and it looks like we may have have got a new member of of the the faction. When all of a sudden, Adam Cole super kicks Finn Balor, knocks him out. Um, all rallying strong, uh, fuming and really kind of uh, uh, giving it to uh, Adam Cole, especially Kyle Rally who goes face to face with him and, and basically calls him out for, for doing it, uh, pushing and shoving. And then Adam Cole super kicks All Rally, lays him out, leaves the ring. Roddy Strong is just stood leaning against the ropes, wondering what is going on. But eventually he does uh, look like he's he's conflicted. So we are left with a massive, massive cliffhanger going into this weekend, this week's uh, NXT. So it'll be interesting watching on Wednesday. Before we go into uh, UFC, um, town to pay some bills as uh, as mr cash would put it um it, we it would be absolutely amazing if you would go over to uh pro wrestling tees and search for chair shop and uh pick up some of, of the amazing shirts that we have on offer over there at um at pro wrestling tees get yourself a one in a soft style go and pick up the hashtag journalism shirt um the the logo shirt um yeah it'd be awesome if you uh if you were able to that it really kind of helped also make sure you uh like share and subscribe um give us a five star review on on uh apple um or google wherever you you get your podcast the uh this team is working hard every single day to bring amazing sports entertainment and sports entertainment content uh, for you um not only on uh the just the chair shot radio feed but in, with all the the, the podcasts that, that we do we, we cover the whole gamut of of uh entertainment and sports for you so yeah um show a little bit of love to the rest of the chair shot team so let's talk about uh, Kamara Usman and Gilbert Burns this weekend at UFC 258. Um, fighting for uh, um undisputed uh, welterweight championship. Um, a lot of people were, were looking at, uh, at Gilbert Burns' baby to be... Uh, the kryptonite to uh, Kamara Usman. Uh, Kamara, who's... Um, 
who's wrote time with the title has been kind of marred by the fact that he's um, not really been able to finish his opponents decisively. Uh, the closest he's really come was the, the fifth round uh, stoppage of Colby Covington, but this is a guy who he put an absolute whooping on for for pretty much four out of five rounds, broke the guy's jaw in, in, in like the second round and was still not able to, to finish him till till right until the end. So he's got a lot of stick about being able to uh, finish fights. Um, and Gilbert Burns, who trained with him for, for such a long time over there at, at Black Zillions, um, and it meant that Kamaru uh, stepped away from Black Zillions and, and went to train with renowned uh, boxing coach Trevor Whitman um, in in the hopes to kind of add the, the knockout power and the, the um, accuracy to his game uh, in terms of uh, striking on on the feet because when push comes to shove Gilbert Burns is an animal on the floor uh, and, and it would be uh, incredibly hard for Kamara Usman to be able to best uh, Gilbert whilst uh, in the uh, on the floor in the grappling with uh, BJJ so um Usman's uh, game plan for winning was to score the knockout but as we've seen with, with Gilbert Burns the guy is a tank and he hits incredibly hard uh, going into the fight we saw that almost straight away um, he he basically uh, drops Usman with, uh, with big overhand rights pretty much straight away um, it felt like the fight was going to be over in a minute uh, but Usman was able to kind of like keep away from the attacks of uh, Burns kind of regather his thoughts uh, shake out those cobwebs uh, and then really kind of uh, took control in in the rest of this round uh, was able to drop uh, Burns himself with a head kick um, but when Burns went down uh, Usman did the sensible thing and did not go down with him because it would have turned very very nasty for him um, when uh, when it, uh, the referee stood uh, Burns uh, back up, uh, it, it it was still a very competitive round, but it was clear that Usman was uh, was getting off the the more shots. Uh, Coming into the second round, uh, that jab really came into play, uh, landing it over and over again. Uh, really kind of hurting uh, Burns, and it's not often you see a, a, just a porky jab doing a lot of damage it's more to test range and and to kind of keep fires at bay but this jab of Usman's was 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 lethal and you could see really hurting uh Gilbert Burns um coming up to the the end of the round uh and yeah this the jab had, had really taken its toll with with Burns and he was uh he was wobbly he was uh out of sorts um Covered up in the end of the second round to, to survive. Um, but then coming out for the third round, it was clear Usman wanted to finish this pretty quickly. And within 30 seconds, he had um, Burns on the floor, uh, turtling up, covering up from shots. And and the referee had no option to, to call the match. A, a really decisive win for Kamara Usman. Really kind of like opened a lot of people's eyes. And and cemented his his status almost as uh, as arguably one of the 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 best welterweights uh, to ever fight in the UFC. And um, I've got some kind of statistics about Kamara Usman that um, 
that does kind of show that he's perhaps very very underrated in terms of what he's accomplished in 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 the sport and and how he's not looked at as as one of the pound for pound greats which i think is a um a little bit disrespectful to him so he's now uh on a 17 fat win streak he hasn't lost for um almost eight years um he's only the third fighter in ufc history to have 13 in all uh, in his time with the UFC uh, beyond uh, Anderson and Habib. Um, it's his 13 fight win streak is actually the longest win streak that is active in, in the company. Kamara has also been able to defend 100% of all his opponent takedowns in UFC history. Um, which is the highest rate that the company's ever had in its history and it's also been controlled on the ground for zero seconds in UFC competition which again is is a record in company history um, so I think it's about time people put a little bit of respect on Kamara Usman's name um, he, after the fight he called out um, Jorge Masvidal wanted to really pan, kind of rubber stamp the fact that he's better than Masvidal taking away that uh, that um, excuse that Masvidal had about having a short camp taking the fight on, on last minute notice uh, but yeah it was interesting to see where uh, the UFC takes this from from um, from now for, for Usman Anyway, uh, yeah, just thought I would fill in with a um, an impromptu um, kind of immersive backup show. Um, but uh, we'll be back hopefully next week if uh, Texas gets its head out of its ass and starts not being concerned about a, a smattering of snow uh, with with Ray. Um, you can follow him on Twitter at it's Ray Cash, uh, that's Ray as in Mysterio and C-A-S-H as in Dollars. Follow me on Twitter at D-A-J Kirby. Definitely go and follow uh, Chairshot Radio at Chairshot Radio. Um, thank you all for listening, guys, and we will be back next week. Goodbye. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today.